the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Love Radio Network. Get ready to kick up some dirt and mud because it's time for San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio with Dave Stahl. SDORC is here to further off-roading as a safe family experience while promoting and preserving the natural environment. So whether it's bikes, buggies, trucks, or trikes, San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio brings you the latest news and initiatives in preserving the use of off-highway vehicles and protecting the land and wildlife at the same time. Because together, everyone achieves more. Now, here is your host, Dave Stahl. All right, folks, welcome to SDORC Dirt Radio FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Ed Stovett, Audrey Mason in the house. This segment is brought to you by Alpha Site Logistics. If you're doing anything in Imperial Valley right now, you are an idiot. Because it is 115 <laughs> degrees out there. <laughs> yeah. So don't pay any attention to this ad. Forget the phone number until what, October? Yeah. Oh, November 5th, Saturday, November 5th, out at the Lost Lizard Off-Road Fun Run, Alpha Site Logistics will be donating right. our our dumpster for our desert cleanup and our toilets and wash stations. Yeah. So till then, they're on vacation. I heard they're in Hawaii someplace, Waikiki. Yeah. But if you want to, they do have an answering machine, 760-352-8382. You can at least call them and tell them that you want to do something after October. Yeah, Ryan and Diane. Dude, I went up. by your deserts and I went, okay, this is for Audrey and Ed. Oh, ooh. <laughs> and my, my cousin looks at me and says, what the hell? I go, no, 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 this is for my co-host. He says, it's 115. I said, that's that why you don't see anybody out there. That's great from inside Wait a minute. Turn the mic on. No, he no, he did. Our man, did you, no, did you have it's it on? It's on. It's just Ed's no, not talking to it. No, was it. Was it on? Tell the truth. Is my mic Tell on? the truth. Your mic's on. I left it on. Is it was on? It was on. I promise. <laughs> <You're> sh- <laughs> yeah. He's just not talking close to it. I'm the most professional. Oh, oh, no. Okay. <laughs> on the count of three, everybody lift their shoes so that, you know, they don't fill. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> See? There's another one. Hey, write that down. Write that Is down. Is the river flowing down? Well, I've been blowing him away with, uh, with, with just, what would you call those? I would say they're little analogies. Like, for example, you know, Ed couldn't pour water out of a boot unless the instructions were on the heel. <laughs> That's a good one. I know. That's I a know. really good one. But I come up with them all the time. And yeah, anyway, we just entertain. But we really want you to thank those to Alpha too. Site Logistics because they really, really do a good job. They're all licensed. They're legal. They have all the permits. Yep. And I think don't doesn't you guys don't you guys use them all the time? They always take care of the San Diego Off Road Coalition. All of our desert cleanups that we do, all the trash that we get out of there. Um, they're licensed with the Bureau of Land Management. They right. usually deliver. Um, they did our Glamis cleanup for us, and they've done the Painted the Gorge, Gorge cleanup a, for us. A nice looking dumpster. I mean, who needs a nice looking dumpster? This one had was clean. 
smooth, nice paint. But you know, besides that, I'm, I'm coming back. I'm coming back up the mountain from you know the desert. I drive by and I That's see great. the San Diego Off Road Coalition sign to clean the freeway. Yep, Buckman Springs. So you need to go to storc dot org. Yep. Sign up because there's a dead lizard out on the middle of the freeway. They need oh. to clean that up and a bunch little bitty trap. Not bad those. I, I figure it was cleaner than some of the. Uh, sponsored uh, cleanups. I was impressed, but we do need to get back out there. I do. I do. My mom just told me the same thing. Ah! She just drove by. She just got home from being gone for two and a half months, um, and they just drove by. And they, she actually... They there, like, oh, she, they, well, we look. They took a break at the rest stop, and so oh. she asked me, she goes, um... Um, do you do the off ramps and on ramps? I said, yeah, that's usually the worst. And she goes, you really need to get back out there. Yeah. That off ramp is disgusting. So join up. It doesn't cost anything. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. So if you have a high school kid and you yeah. have your... See? Um, See? It is, there's something wrong with it, right? Because I can't I hardly hear him, too. That's what he I sounds see. really far away. Um, uh, yeah. We're fixing Ed's uh, microphone right now. He's He's got an issue going on. But, you know, if you got Talk a high now. school kid and you need hours, volunteer community service hours, you can come out to the desert on Saturday, yeah. November 5th for the Lost Lizard with us. You can come to our highway cleanup. Um, you can help do any any portions that we do, the Corral Canyon trail maintenance days, um, any any of those. We are, um, are a nonprofit C4, and we have the ability to write that uh, community service. So if you get pulled over for speeding and you got to do community service right. and or anything like that. Or if you're like trying that, to go to college and you need some hours, you can hear me now, Dave. Oh, yeah, way he sounds better. way better. Yeah, you're nice so much job, louder. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah. I mean, and, and what a beautiful area. It's gorgeous right there. It really and, is. And then right up it's on top fun. of the mountains, the right at Buckman you Springs, you can exit, and that's Hang Glider Hill right there. So uh, we can yeah. we can go for a little ride up to the top of Hang Glider Hill right there. Make sure Ed doesn't break his ribs again. And yeah. no, it's <laughs> it's keep it up right. Anyway, it's, it's <laughs> a beautiful it it's a beautiful thing to do, and you really need to uh, consider doing it. Trust yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. We are actually um, have a meeting coming up on Wednesday the 17th um, at Elks Lodge in Lakeside where we're going to be meeting with the Tierra del Sol 4x4 Club, TDS. We're going to do San Diego Four Wheelers, uh, Tread Lightly, and Off-Road Coalition. And we are going to be discussing our um, next cleanups. So this whole next desert season, we're going to hash out all the dates between um, the Cleveland National Forest and going out to Corral oh, yeah. Canyon and Corral doing Canyon, trail, yes yes we day. have the Cleveland National Forest is confirmed to be there we've got the Bureau of Land Management confirmed to be on site and we just invited state parks so hopefully we'll get state parks to be there as well and um, and we can coordinate doing cleanups in each of the the different. Um, Akatia Wells State Park. We do Painted Gorge. Mm-hmm. We do Smuggler's Gulch. Um, TDS does Devil's Canyon and Valley of the Moon. And then we got to get into Corral Canyon. So we'll be doing several different trail cleanups um, this right. next so we'll season. So we trying to schedule everything. So and the we dunes need is always help. On we need help. <laughs> yes. The Dunes is always on Martin Luther King weekend. Yep. Is that right? Yep. Yeah. 24 and, years straight. Oh my God. Mm hmm. And uh, uh, SD Must. They did one uh, where people shoot along, like near Fish Creek, along the train tracks, where people shoot into the mountain. Yep. Kind of the south, a few miles south of Akatia Wells is the area there. So I don't know if they'll be there. We need to call. SD Must will be there. Okay. He's confirmed in the email. 
Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Mike so Johnson. We'll, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll get everybody and we'll we'll work out a calendar for the next. That's great because we've never done that. We all just sort of each one does their own thing and then hopefully we don't step on the other. Kind of work as a unit. So we all work together and it'll be fun to have all the all the people together. Yeah, because generally what happens is we all choose our own dates and then we send the email out to the group and say, hey, we're going to do this. Do you, can you guys, do you want to team up right. with us and no, join I us and put it on? And yeah, so now we're going to see we're going to all coordinate together and make sure that it all works for each of the, the group's schedules. Kind of like a council? Hopefully we can get, Maybe yeah. a council of groups? Yeah. Nothing heavy duty. Nothing, nothing heavy duty, just Yeah, a just few. a council. Everybody mm-hmm. that you know joins and... And and as long as you interchange emails of events yeah. with one person in each club, you don't have to do every single one of them. Yep, that's. I think that well, that's kind of what the car club council tries to do on a regular so basis. So, if you're remember. interested in joining us, we are going to be meeting on Wednesday, August seventeenth, before the Tierra del Sol uh, general at meeting six at o'clock? six o'clock yeah. at the Elks Lodge in um, Lakeside. In what and month? This month this and month. next week. I was going to say because nobody. Not this I Wednesday, I heard but October. next Wednesday. I said, hey, I don't remember October. I don't no, no, no. no. This not this week, but next week on Wednesday, the seventeenth, we're going to be meeting and we're going to hash out our first dates. Will be in October. Right. Um, I'm I'm pretty I sure. One Saturday, there was three big events on the same day. Yeah, yeah. terrible. TBS, uh, not, not Safari. Uh, it doesn't Corvus, make it. You know what? It doesn't Corvus even. Event, it doesn't even uh, make San Diego a difference. Four wheelers, yeah. and then the flag ceremony, yeah. all yeah. on the same day. Yeah. yeah. See, it doesn't I make a difference. Well, it doesn't make a difference who it is. It's what it is, and they, when you have three groups pushing the same narrative. And they're all in three different areas. There's some good side to it because then you got three different narratives. You got choices to go to, well, what you desert got, you want to go to, yeah. what you want to experience. But if they all communicated, you could go to all three if you did all three. The same. Yeah. A lot of people would love to go to all Well, of course. Of yeah. The, well, again, how, how long have I known you and how long have I said we should get the community together mm-hmm. as a unit? Yeah. I think that should be a goal for you as young as you are. I think so, too. You, you're I too think. old. <laughs> you're 10. <laughs> you can drive the taxi. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break. Listen to SDORC Dirt Radio FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks, welcome back to SDORC Dirt Radio FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Hey, you got air in your tires? Well, I got a guy that can put it right back in. Wayne Miller Tire. Uh, I don't know if you know, but Audrey is an executive uh, customer for, uh, has her own parking place. Go down. It's in gold leaf. I was pretty impressed. I was there the other day and I thought, dang, look at that. Audrey got her. Oh, oh, not even employee of the month. Gold leaf ambassador. She's, it's amazing. You ought to go down. I wouldn't be surprised. No, I seen it. I was going to take a picture of it. I was totally impressed. So, but if you're looking for a golf cart tire all the way up to a tractor trailer tire, you know, Wayne Miller is the place to go. Roadside assistance, great guarantee, great customer service. I mean, and they'll, you know, if you, because here's the thing, folks, you ever walked into a tire store? You know how many thousands of tires are in there? That's not because there's thousands of tires to fill all the cars. Those are all the options you have. And if you don't know anything about tires, then you need to talk to the experts. If you say, hey, I'm going heavy duty off road, they'll recommend this. If you say, hey, all I'm doing is commuting to San Ysidro and back, they'll recommend this. Or if you say, I'm getting ready to sell this slug and I just want to put safe tires on it, they'll do that for you, too. Go with the expert. You don't you do not do your own dental work, so don't do your own tire work. What's your phone number? 619-596-2800. All right. 
So, you know, as I've said more times than I care to admit, the off-show is more important and more interesting than the on-show. So we've got some things working in the cooker that we'll talk to you about later on, which will help all off-roaders. But in the meantime, yep. you have a paragraph. I got a paragraph. So we've talked about this bill, SB 894, which is this year's red sticker bill for racing motorcycles. Last couple of years, it got in trouble uh, because of COVID and other things. Well, it's so, still in trouble, isn't it? So it's it's kind of on the brink right now. It's made it through all the legislative Now, when steps. you say, for people that never listened in, it made it through as what are the rep, rep, repercussions of it passing or not passing? Okay, so if it, if it makes it, that means it's still alive. Which means, what is it? I mean, okay, what like, is it for the red what, what does the bill mean? Yeah. Okay, the bill is about making uh, racing motorcycles able to get pink slips registration. Okay, what qualifies a racing motorcycle versus uh, a bike off the showroom floor? Well, these bikes come off of the showroom floor. Right. They're, they're brand new motorcycles, right. and they have more emissions than the clean motorcycles that are... Okay, uh, so they have they less the, emission the, the equipment. They have less emission equipment, <laughs> which puts them yeah. into a, a red sticker Yeah, mentality. so the red sticker bikes don't have emissions right. equipment. Right. They, they're not... They're, they're tuned for performance, right. not for emissions. And I, I have one. They're wonderful. I mean, they they go like one. You have more than one. Well, yeah. But what brought this issue up? I mean, what, what is, what's so the, the bone? Air, so what, the air it? pollution people have been cracking down on, on dirty vehicles for a long time. Okay. They started in the mid-90s on this whole thing. Right. And in 1998, they said, okay. And that was th- two strokes mainly, right? No. Four strokes also really? are, are. Yeah. So that what they do is they, they, they've created a line in the sand. They've said they have a standardized test. They run a vehicle for 20 minutes with varying throttle settings. Right, with tailpipe. They collect but... all the mm-hmm. emissions out of the tailpipe, and they say that it should have no more than 1.2 grams of hydrocarbon per kilometer driven. Okay. So in the standardized test, they go a certain distance, and they work out the math. And right. So if it's cleaner, it gets a green sticker. And if it's dirtier, well, starting in the 90s, they wanted to just say they can't go on public land. Right. Well, there was a big outcry, and they said, okay, we're going to make a different tier of registration. We're going to allow them to go in certain areas at certain times of the year when the air is pretty clean. Right In the winter, the air is cleaner than the summer. Mm -hmm. And I can go into a whole thing about that because why is the air dirtier in the summer? (laughs) It's not because there's more driving. Yeah. It's because the sun is beating down on the, on the roofs that have tar and, and the, the roads that have tar. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the hydrocarbons mm-hmm. come out. Of, so it's a whole big, yeah. big conundrum. Right. So anyway, so in the ni- they, they started in 1998. It's going to be red stickers for race bikes, green stickers for the clean bikes. And the DMV did a terrible job. And they were giving green stickers to the race bikes like crazy. So they restarted the program in 2003. In 2003, they, they really tightened up, and the racing bikes got red stickers, and the clean bikes got green stickers. And that ran all the way up to 2021. And then starting this year, 2022, the race bikes don't get any sticker. They're no longer allowed to go on public land. Whether, they, the wh- whether they've been tailpiped or not, no matter what the tailpipe numbers are, they're just not getting a sticker. If, yeah. If they have more than 1.2 grams per kilometer driven, they don't get a sticker. They're not allowed on public land. That's are they that 22 di- models and newer. Are they that dirty? 
Some no. are. Some barely are over, and some are really, really far over. The two okay. strokes are really far over. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of the 450 motocross bikes are not that far away. Okay. And we, so we speculate. Let me, ask, that let me ask you as a devil advocate. The people that are putting these numbers out for you to the hoop to jump through to get a green sticker, do they know, and, and you don't have to answer this, but do you know if the numbers they're putting out there are unachievable no matter what the manufacturer does? No, they're achievable. You think? Yeah, I went and watched them test, and okay. I, I know what they're what they're working on. Right. What happens when they achieve them is the the vehicles are lower performance. They still uh, can go, oh, but I they don't you. go okay. as good. Yeah. So I'd so rather you, win. Do you yeah. want to spin your tire in fourth gear? Right. 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 right, right. Or do you want to um, have have it hook up and no, not have that much so, acceleration? Which, and I guess the only reason I'm saying this is. I've been listening to too many mad cow uh, uh, <laughs> podcasts because I now I'm starting to really doubt when organizations like the EPA and what have you, <clears throat> if they're not purposely setting you up to fail. You know, I mean, is a red sticker bike that doesn't meet their standards, whoever makes their standards, is it really as pollutant as what they say for the minimal so, amount of time that bike is ridden? So. And and I really thought about this. Yeah. Now now the two strokes are a lot dirtier than the four strokes. But Which plenty makes of four sense. strokes okay. don't meet. So if you look at the number of vehicles that are out there and the amount of hours that they run, right. it's just a small drop in a very big yeah. bucket. And how dirty pollution. is a two stroke? I've been wanting to ask somebody this, I never even thought about it till just now. How truly dirty is a two stroke? Because I mean two stroke technology's come a long, long way. Uh, Okay, so a classic two-stroke is like 30 times dirtier than a, okay, a good right. running four-stroke. No matter, and there's nothing you can do to fix it. Well, we didn't think so. And then the KTM group came up with the, the transfer, port, transfer port injection where they were injecting the gas much closer right. to the, the cylinder head and very precise. Right. So they, they have improved emissions by about a third. Okay, but they're not where so EPA So it's nowhere wants. near... Yeah. Official clean. Okay. They're still pretty yeah. dirty. It's just less dirty. But I have and to tell you. they're also adding less oil because two strokes, the right. oil gets added in, in, in at the, a different point, exa- yeah, a different exactly. way. And lubricates totally different. And that still can go out the tailpipe, and that's another problem. So yeah. they've, they've improved it quite a bit, but it's not enough to pass green state. Gotcha. So I just want you to know as I'm crossing the United States... Yes. And I'm stopping for an ice cold when I start talking to people in bars. You know, and I tell them where I come from. And I brought the red sticker bike issue up at every state I was in. And they all looked at me like a, with deer in the headlights. What? I no, says, it's just all I California told them, thing. I go, be ready. Because it, it's coming your way. And, and the California Air Resources people are claiming that they're working off of EPA regulations. Right. Natural, national. So... You would think that if it's coming to California, it should come to all the states. And, and well, they, I don't understand no, they why got, the other states look at you with the, the deer and the deer. Well, headlines. because you know as well as I do, any rule or regulation that makes no sense starts in California. <laughs> and if they can figure out how to shove it down your throat, whether it's good or bad, because I used to be against smog inspections, but you and I can go out right now in front of the studio and see L.A. 
where 10, 20 years ago, you couldn't see L.A. if your life depended on it. So I'm not against emissions. I'm not I'm against with you cl- on that. They I'm have, not against clean air. Harp has done wonderful things yes, for the air. phenomenal. But let's be realistic. When you, I mean, when you look at how many race bikes, I mean, at least let them register it. Put something on it that says, you know. And so they, they allow them to be sold in the store. Yeah. So they should allow them to be to registered. Be registered. And if you DMV. want to put something on it, race bike only on the DMV slot, the pink slip, so I the, don't care. The air pollution people ended the program and they said they're no yeah, more. Yeah. And they didn't make a provision for registering those vehicles because the state still allows them to be sold. You can still ride them in competitions and you can still ride them on private property. Right. So it's they kind of left a hole in the market, right? A big hole. It, it's a pretty big hole. Yeah. And I've I've exchanged emails about this with a, a guy named Bob Ham, who's sort of a legislative wonk. He loves. He's a, a retired guy, and he worked in the legislature for a long time. So he knows the route. So, when, like you're retired, do you ever sit home and just turn on committee hearings? in Sacramento and sit there and watch for hours and hours. Well, Bob does that. Oh, well, I would never. <laughs> and he, I, I know what you mean. Why don't you get him to call there's, in? There's a million other things. To you do. think he would? Of course he would. He would Wouldn't that be a hoot? And he, you know, he's, we can get him in office. I think he's only Because I side. like this stuff. I'm fascinated by it. Well, I think the it. public need, but the public needs to know he this. Would be, so Bob Ham's a legend did, in our in Well, our write it industry. down. He's, yeah, he's in the Off-Road Motorsports Hall of Fame. Write yeah, it down. Yeah, he's a legend. Uh so we talked about suspense. So a bill, when a bill goes to a committee, there's two different columns it can be in. It can be in uh, suspense, or what's the other one? Con- uh, concur or uh, You're asking consent. Excuse yeah. me. So if, it, if a bill goes on the consent list, that means nobody opposes it. If it goes on the suspense well, list, then people are either somebody doesn't like it or it costs a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So... This bill now is going to the last one. It's assembly appropriations. And the, the, by the way, the, the session is actually getting near the end. So right. Thursday they will take up suspense bills, and we will know the outcome of SB 894. All right. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll find out the tail end of this because I know you're all sitting on the edge of your seats. This is S-T-O-R-C Dirt Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks, welcome back to STORC Dirt Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. PRMI Mortgage, if you're in the military and you're looking to buy a house for a buck, yeah, you can do it. And uh, Chris Wiley will tell you every way you can do it. If you're buying a house, selling a house, uh, reverse mortgage, anything to do with your house and house payment, you know, don't talk to just anybody. Talk to Chris Wiley at PRMI Mortgage. Tell me you heard it right here on SDRC Dirt Radio, and his phone number is... 619-722-1303. And if you're a desert rat and you love what's going on out there, then you need to go to San Diego Off-Road Magazine. SSORM.com will keep you up to date on everything in the desert. Let me tell you, whether there's restaurants open or campings open or closed, rules, regulations, intuitive articles by Ed... Stovens in there, and I'm sure what there's a couple Thank other you. authors, aren't there? Some other uh, authors? Other, oh yeah, yeah, there's lots. Yeah. There's, there's, there's a severance, there, there is a, drive. Yeah, then there's a place to buy and sell. Maybe you went out and bought your buggy, flipped it 17 times. Now you don't want to keep it anymore. You can sell it right there on. But coming, SS, of, coming events is their best thing. If you want to know what to do next, 
month or next in the Thursday. next couple months. Yeah. yeah, next Thursday. All the events are All there. Right. So check it out. SSORM.com. I'd rather buy the buggy that got flipped 13 times and he won't ride it anymore. 17 times? Yeah, that's the way I'd buy it. We'll part it out. Yeah, because exactly. it's probably there's a couple good parts still inside I know. there. Man, you should have seen the buggies. I don't know where they were going. They were heading to San Diego because we were coming in. And I coming from you that wonder, way. Where I'm not are too they going? sure. Coming from Arizona, but they're <clears throat> coming I mean, from Arizona. I'm not too sure from this week, but they, this weekend there's a Winchester, no Oregon had the Dune Fest, and then St. Anthony's, Idaho had the Horsepower Wars was this really? weekend. So wow. there's some big drags going on up in oh, uh, drag racing. Oh yeah, Coos Bay off road um, drag racing. Yes, off road drag racing going on in in two separate locations. Is that starting at to pick Dune up? Fest and at um and St. Anthony's. Is that starting so, to pick up? It just depends. Not obviously not our backyard, but if you're well, willing we do to travel, sand drags. we do sand drags. We, we do sand drags. You know yes. what they'll do, Bob? Is they'll, they'll come to the coast and then they'll head down into Baja. And mm. along the Baja coast, the, the temperatures are cool. Yeah, and, there's oh, and there areas is some stuff going on dunes. in Baja right now too. There's Canamar. And there's uh, San Antonio oh, Del Mar. There's so much down. There. So there's well, places people would go with that Last week was stuff. the score. It's a huge heartwarming, heartfelt. I seen the. Um, uh, you just had him on the Matlocks. Um, oh yeah, You just yeah, had yeah. Kristen and and Wayne on um, not too long ago. They raced for uh, score and snore and the Naran and all those down in Baja. Well, all the racers just had their. Um, uh, orphan so they go down they they hit the orphanages right. and then right. they take them out in the trophy trucks and stuff and they take a bunch of kids they, they take kid they, orphan kids they put in orphan the kids in the trophy trucks and, and in the some, modifieds the right. 1300s and all the 1600s the and they have uh, a good time yes they have a, a it's an absolutely amazing time that they go down and I'm go to an orphan so <laughs> they, they zip time to the tire rack <laughs> and want to go in the seat with the harness yeah, yeah. Well, so mad props are, dude, to your media. Wayne All you Matlock. have to do is go down there and tell them who you are, and you'll get a ride. Didn't right? Am I right, Audrey? Oh, 100%. I, how they many rides have you heartbeat. gotten because you said you're on uh, STORC Dirt Radio? At, yeah. least, <laughs> at least four, if exactly. not. And you really, don't even really push awesome. it. Oh, no. Yeah. You don't even push it. You no. guys need to get yourselves on the map. Get, oh, my get God. Get tattoos. I'm, I'm too humble. <laughs> I need to promote it better. I want to see a tattoo on Ed's forehead. Wouldn't that be cute? S T O R I C dirt. We're radio. both virgin skin. We don't have any tattoos. Was, yeah. No one's talking. Don't have a, that's right. Yeah, she does. I don't have a tattoo. None that I've seen. I you got don't? scars. Well, I guess that's a, <laughs> that's Scar. as good a tattoo. If anything, I would date them. Ball, ball I know. Ball. I would date those. At least or put a name. You know, like tattoo oh. a little little story next to it. Yeah, a little little paragraph. Over the bars. Little paragraph. Yeah, exactly. So, all right. What else you got on your sheet? So we were talking about this bill, and uh, Bob Ham, he told me about all the moving parts when a bill gets passed. Like you think, like there's stuff going on in this in the Capitol, but what? Like who knows? So our bill SB eight ninety four, the bill that will allow red sticker motorcycles to get a, a registration. That bill is going into Assembly Appropriations uh, this coming Thursday. So according to Bob, there is nothing we could do to affect that outcome since the suspense negotiations are between the committee chair, the leadership of both parties, the administration slash Department of Finance, and the bill's author, who has to wheel and deal with his remaining bills as they're all decided 
how much in total they want to spend for all the bills that are still left. So the legislature has sort of a, a large budget. You know, I don't know however many millions or billions of dollars. But some bills have a price tag and some don't. Some bills might just change a comma or a couple of words or they might say instead of this, do that. But other, other bills will create a program and the program needs to be paid for by the state. So how to, so there's so much money they want, they can pay for stuff. And so these bills, they sort of get juggled and there's always more bills with, with more costs than there is money. So they got to work it out. That's what's killed this the last two years in a row. It's been held and died in the appropriations uh, and the assembly appropriations committee both times. It it died last year, Mm -hmm. but we, I, they, they held it because two groups didn't like how much it allowed uh, these vehicles to go in the desert, Th- that the air pollution people, like like when I say the air, it was like a small group like ours that says we, you know, the people for clean air and the Sierra Club, they both weighed in at the very end saying they didn't like it. So between last year and this year, Brian Jones pulled a little bit of language out to make it more palatable for those guys. And then the year before, when COVID first started, they abbreviated the legislature. So a whole bunch of bills uh, got cut out. Which they didn't. They just didn't have time. Which is just ridiculous. This is this is the last year. It should have it should have gone through last year. They shouldn't have held it last year because it everything changed this year into 2022. So now if this dies again and it has to go another year, well, then we're gonna have three a three year yeah. thing before you can get registrations and everything for it. Um, and Ed, you, that that first of that paragraph didn't come out right. Um, I don't I don't think it. it it just got held. This bill, SB 894, the red sticker uh, racing bike bill for competition motorcycles, just got held this last week. It didn't um, get held. It's, it it got, got put into got, the suspense file to be from reviewed. Concur to suspense. Yeah. So, and then this coming week on Thursday. So this Thursday, they're taking they're up the suspense bills and, and appro- review them. Yeah. And assembly appropriations. Okay. So we. We talked about all the parties who were involved in this, the committee chair, the leadership of the parties, the author, and the administration. Um, We'll have our answer late Thursday. So by Thursday midnight, they have to decide. And what's funny is, as Bob told me, that there were times when he was there and the the guy who's, who's not with the legislature, who's sort of standing like the sergeant of arms, he goes and he like takes the battery out of the clock. So the clock stops... (laughs) <laughs> right and then once they finish they put the battery back in and they click off everything happened at eleven fifty nine. wow <laughs> which, which is just kind of funny so suspense has always that been that known happened. suspense has always been known as the black hole of the legislature because it's almost impossible to engage in any kind of debate in support of the measure so people like audrey and myself and bob and, and people who advocate we have no say when Bills are in suspense at this time. We might get a better outcome this year, even with the high estimate from the DMV on the total cost of the bill, because the costs are absorbed eventually by the bill, and in the meantime, they will be covered by OHV trust funds and not the general fund. So what happened here is the DMV was asked, well, how much is this going to cost, right? Because they're going to have to design and print new stickers, and the DMV is going to have to give those stickers to people with these racing motorcycles. Um, 
So the DMV gave what we thought was a high estimate. Like it was pretty high. And it, like, does that bother uh, Audrey and me? Not so much. But the people who are looking at the money in the legislature, who are figuring out this bill, it bothers them, right? Because the money's got to come from somewhere. But it's really going to come from us. So I don't know if that's going to um, screw it up or not. So we're going to find out on Thursday. And hopefully it really passes. Friday morning. Hopefully, hopefully come Friday. In, yeah, hopefully come Friday. Hopefully well, hope- come this next weekend. We figure out whether or not this bill is going to move forward. If it moves forward, then it goes in front of the governor for the governor to sign and approve it. Um, you know, and, and if, whether if or not it's going to die of, again in suspense or whether or not it's going to come out of suspense. Out of, if this gets out of uh, uh, out of assembly appropriations alive, it is highly likely the governor will sign it. It's very likely. So it will this will determine if it lives or dies. And Brian Jones has five bills in the legislature now, and sometimes they will just say, "Well, this guy's a Republican. We're only going to let him pass two bills." And one of them has something to do with financing children's uh, uh, heart. Some kind of medical thing. I forget the details about it. So, like, that's a gimme. That one's for sure going to pass. So then it's, which of these other four bills are going to pass? And I don't know. Well, we can't give you everything. You well, we do. I mean, that's it's not. It's not it. up to me. I just follow this stuff. No, but they, I get but a letter they just in don't seem to, to give. They can't give everything to the to the Republicans. They just can't do it. It's just against mm-hmm. their nature. Them. It just hurts them. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to keep an eye on it. Next week, we'll know a little better how this bill's doing. Yeah. And we'll report on it. There you go. Hey, you guys still got time. Still got another minute. So we, we beat this into the ground pretty far. Pretty much. Um, I do want to talk about the um, side-by-side debris penetration. We'll maybe hit that a little bit more in the next hour, next, qu- next quarter hour. What do you mean by debris penetration? So, so that's what they call it, the Consumer Product Safety Commission has started a whole project, and they want to look at uh, regulating side-by-sides. What's been happening is branches have been coming through the floorboards and injuring and killing people. Through the floorboards? That's right, right through their feet. The pla- what are they, plastic? They're plastic, yeah. So well, they're that- talking about I- increasing the standards for how tough the floorboards need to be. Just put an aluminum plate. Well, now, now that's a good point. You just put an aluminum plate. And you can buy aftermarket aluminum plates and right. put them in. So does that become mandated or does that become voluntary? I and think it, the I think you Right, know, right. So so they're really What do you looking, think? I think it should be I think the manufacturer so should do it. I read like, like this was many pages and I really read a long and long lot of stuff. And I I believe it should be mandated. Yeah. I I don't like government meddling with my life that much, but for the relatively low cost per unit, like ten dollars a unit a vehicle. Now, granted, that's a hundred thousand units, so that's they, a lot of money. But right, it's a big amount of money. But, but when you spread it out over a lot of units, it's not that much money per unit. Yeah. So when you look at it like that, I mean, you can't and, argue with that. You can't. We, I mean, if you really lost your foot, or if you if if, if some, six people died from these things, well, like. 107 were injured bad enough where, to go to the hospital. Can you imagine where those sticks went to kill I don't want to think about it. That makes me queasy. Makes and my, then there's makes probably a whole bunch more that didn't get reported. 
Like yeah. How, how do they get reported? Well, COVID. A certain way. No, they all had COVID. They had COVID on those sticks. Well, yeah, it was it wasn't <laughs> a stick that killed them. It was a so cup. they. I mean, I read about the money. Yeah. And of a, oh, are you going to bring you going to bring up money again? I know. I, so I, I'm I'm not opposing it, and I'm going to get in some comments. All right. Well, we'll I, I never even thought about this because. Like, we don't have that problem in the desert. When do you I ever mean, we do. A branch? Yeah, we do. Yeah, we we do. just don't know. Do you have an alert form that a, tells a branch, you? Oh, branch. Well, a no stick branches. just went right up. Never mind. We're going to take a quick break and listen to the STORC Dirt Radio FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome back to STORC Dirt Radio. Down with the intimidator. FM 96.1 The answer. This show is brought to you by the Intimidator. They're called K&J Termite and Pest Control. Tell them all about it. <laughs> Kelly and Justin Termite and Pest Control, they're here for any of your pest control needs. You've got ants, earwigs, you've got termites in your home, subterranean termites. It's that time of year. They're swarming. Give them a call at 619-441-7378. They'll come on out and take care of your pest control. And thank them for sponsoring S-D-O-R-C Dirt Radio. All right, you guys get back to the... Audrey does not want airbags. No, I'm in leaving, her man. She hurt my feelings. I'm going to get my side. next guest. No. So <laughs> we're talking um, Consumer Product Safety Commission and the new uh, potential safety regulations that could be coming out for side by sides. There's concern over the debris penetration, and this just frustrates me. It really frustrates me. Um, okay, yeah. So you rode over something and it popped up on your thing. You didn't pay attention. You didn't see it coming. You were going too fast. You were unaware of your. So you know, I, there's funny. so much that could go on with that's this. So I'm funny so you, upset. You brought with this what? up because I read this thing, and I mean, many pages, and they talk about speeds, and they did tests. They had penetration at two and a half miles an hour. Think how fast that's slower than walking speed. They had te- they had more penetrations at five miles an hour, and then almost everything penetrated at ten miles an hour. Ten miles an hour. Well, how yeah. fast do you go? Off-road, Audrey, oh, you never go under 10 miles an no, hour. No, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> so like, Depending ev- on how hard I'm turning. They tested these um, vehicles, and every vehicle but one was had a, a, a debris penetration, but this which just is a gets brand. me back to you're you're off roading, okay? You are you are out on a trail, you are trail riding, you are out and, at, and Audrey, outdoors. I don't care where you are. I don't care if you're in a forest. I don't care our, if you're in our a, orientation is with our deserts, and there's no sticks out there. Nobody goes near an Ocotillo. So go to Corral, Corral Canyon. There you go. You got manzanitas there, which is a harder. But the branches aren't straight. They're all. I mean, I know how. But it's bushes, right? We're not in a forest where there's long, like strong. It looks like a sword out there. I mean, have you tried to get a manzanita branch off or cut a manzanita oh branch God. off? I have before? experience with it. Yeah, I've for been the trail thrown, maintenance. I've been like laying in a manzanita bush, but that's yeah. besides the point. So we have we're, we're sharing two different perspectives. One perspective is take care of the people, and the other perspective is Audrey's is like every person for themselves. If they yeah, want armor, they can yourself. buy a, exactly. a thing for it. And I'm thinking, well, some people just buy these things and they just take them out and they go drive around and they don't really know about, oh, I need to get a bunch of armor for it. I need to buy a bunch of things. To- and those are the idiots that we're trying to get rid of out of the industry oh. anyway. And I am well, saying that for sure because I, I'm not the, trying we, to get rid of them. People well, want to. Um, you're right. I'm not trying to this, to get rid things? of them. 
I this, this isn't a Darwin. Educate them. Oh, but it should a, be a Darwin Award. Oh. <laughs> Oh, sorry about the stick. <laughs> you got the short end. <laughs> um, no, but seriously, we we are about to go up and attend this this year alone. The increase of of um, newbies into the industry from COVID and people wanting to get out and explore, and we had this whole influx now uh, into you know uh, wanting to get out and explore, wanting to get out and adventure, and not being familiar. Not not knowing, not having the want to learn, to find out about the area that you're getting into and what is there and what you're needed and going prepared for that location, you know, um, bringing the extra equipment that you may need, bringing a uh, clippers to trim down because yeah, when we get into some certain guys, areas, when you've been on a trail that hasn't been on in their, in their four by four. Yeah. Some people are permitted really cali- just to go we, out and go. I'm not that familiar with it, but other parts of the country, they never go off roading without a chainsaw. Just north of here. Look at the Sierras. Or look at, look at, there. yeah. At go four hour, go to San Bernardino, go to Bees Canyon, go to or like Northern California where there's or central. Or, okay. You don't even have to go to Northern. You can go to central, go, go above Mammoth, go, go to Bishop, then, oh go God, to the Sierras, go to the Sequoias. Crash over the trail. Do I have to go back? 500 miles or do we cut the yeah cut it and learn it it's a good point like but how do people get started and if education 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 but where do they you know education the school of hard knocks and then that's where we come back of of ed Ed and i are going we got invited to attend for a state parks um is teamed up with a outdoor recreation um nonprofit, and they're putting on a uh, I can't remember what that stands for. Summit coming up on uh, Tuesday, August 23rd. We're going to be going up to Sacramento and we're going to be attending the Off Highway Motor Vehicle Recreation Division for state parks is doing they're a safety summit and they've invited the forests and they've invited Bureau of Land Management land and they've invited state parks from all over. Um, manufacturers are going to be there. All the manufacturers that make side-by-sides will have people there because they're really going to try to figure out. There's been problems, like real problems. Yeah. There's been collisions between one side-by-side and another, and there's been some tragic collisions between side-by-sides and ATVs and motorcycles, like tragic. Yeah. Those poor people. Um, people are dying and becoming badly injured. And I had a head-on collision riding a motorcycle. I was on a motorcycle, and I hit one head-on. We saw each other. We braked hard, and it was just a hard tap. We, I, I, nobody got, nobody fell or anything. But it, boy, it sure scared me. And when I ride in trails like sand washes where there's a blind turn, I slow way down. And um, once in a while, there's somebody just at that point, and boy, am I glad I slowed down. Yeah, but, but we're going to have to work on what are we going to do? Our you know whip flags, education, uh, driver's licenses. There, one of the fatalities was driven by uh, the side by side had a 15 year old, no driver's license driving it. So is that something we should work on? Do we need to allow or do we need to impose a condition that you have to have a California driver's license to operate these things? So, so that's on the table, and I'm not saying yes or no. I'm inclined to agree with that, but um, uh, 
Yeah, because it goes back to. to it goes back to the to the seventies and eighties when when three wheelers got added in and and three wheelers came into the industry and then it goes in into the nineties when you've got the the sand rails that were really getting built up and oh. they're going a lot faster the and more horsepower. 2000s, the in the early two thousands, where you got the V eights, you know, it's not about the vehicle. It's not about the vehicle. It's about the the person and it's educating the person, training the person, making sure that they're aware of where they're going, about the environment that they're going to be in, making sure that they're prepared and and educating. So we'll be talking about education at this meeting. And what what does it mean to say education? Everybody's going to agree. Yes, we need more education. So how does that get implemented? So who makes the educational class or like a boater's license who has to take the class and how do we make sure that people took the class like hunter safety license and you have to have a a hunter you gotta have a a, just driving a car you have to get trained yeah and then you go like and it can't just be limited to side by side so you know if you want to do other like three-wheeler such is is it like hunting where you're gonna get a a sticker so i'm getting a duck Uh license and i'm good i've got my deer and i've got my so i have each of my different licenses that says that i can ride my different rides i want someone to teach me how to ride my three-wheeler because i have a 1985 atc 200x which is super super fun vehicle and people tell me all the time that thing is dangerous those things are dangerous. I don't know. I mean, I you know how much I've ridden that thing. I, I've never fallen off it. I mean, I had a fun time in Painted Gorge. I went all the way up that hill, and KJ got stuck on the top <laughs> on your dirt bike, and I made Do it all the way to the top, one? and I that had to just so balance fun. it just we right to go all the way back down. Thank God I didn't flip backwards and roll because I knew on, I didn't hit trouble. the brake. I didn't do any of that. I just rolled right back down how I was supposed to, and you knew what you were doing. I knew exactly what I was doing because I've been riding, and so. I knew how to handle the vehicle. I hope we don't have training for three-wheelers, but I do hope we get training for side-by-sides, and... On the table is going to be, is this going to be mandatory or is this going to be voluntary? And if it's mandatory, how do we implement, how do we come up with the material? And then it, who's going to be licensed to do the, the training courses? Who's going and to be able to do the Is it tra- going to be on the manufacturer to provide the training courses and they're going to have to provide so, the instructor? So the I manufacturer mean, is part of it. it. The state could be part of it. The individual who's buying it could be part. Of it. We had so an like ASI have, instructor come to our meeting, our general meeting, when we invited uh, people to come and talk yeah, about Mike this Cuff topic. Came and talked, and he uh, it was eye opening for him to say, you know, no, I, I'm literally the only registered person in, in Imperial County. Like that's crazy. Anyway, become yeah. a member. Music started. SDRC www.sdrc.org. We need your input. We need your advice. Again, we're attending the summit on August 23rd. If you have any input, www.info at sdorc.org. We need your opinion that we could take up to Sacramento and we can bring to the manufacturers. We can bring to everybody involved in it and share. And And I guarantee you, whatever happens at this meeting is going to turn into legislation and turn into law and it will be implemented and it's going to be streamlined through. So please speak up. Give us your opinion. www.sdorc.org. Thanks for joining us for San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio with Dave Stahl, the program that is working to further off-roading as a safe family experience while promoting and preserving the natural environment. To learn more about SDORC and how you can get involved, visit SDORC.org. That's SDORC.org.
Join us next week at this same time for more of the latest news and initiatives in preserving the use of off-highway vehicles while protecting the land and wildlife at the same time. This has been San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio on The Answer San Diego. This program is sponsored by Love Radio Network. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.